Welcome to this evening's episode of Dungeon Jedi Masters Theater. Our story tonight follows an old captain and his new crew as they work to stay afloat in a galaxy drowning at the hands of the Empire. Will they find stability or continue to wander from job to job? Find out tonight on Vagrant Freighters. As you near the end of the journey towards Dorson to meet your repair woman, take care of the vagrant's mistress after its run-in with Captain Doyen, a few hours left in the journey, do your final preparations to come in, and anything else that's weighing on your mind that you just didn't really get to or feel you wanted to get to over the past day or two's journey. I pull myself out of the crawl space that I'm working in and sit up on the deck of the engine room, look over to Navra. So that pirate captain, she said she was an Imperial, said she was on Iridonia. I would put down the data pad that I was looking at and look back at Torin and nod. I don't know if I really trust anything that she said, but I don't know why you would lie about something like that, either. She said that she's not on the Empire side anymore. She said a lot of things. She did say a lot of things, namely that we could trust her contact on Dorson, which I'm still not too sure about, either. I'm not walking in there without a loaded weapon. Well, good. I wouldn't I wouldn't want you to. I'm just wondering what the captain has in plan in case something goes sour. Hopefully he's not thinking about his next line and their little flirting thing. I lift up one of the housings of the landing thrusters and toss it onto the deck. That's broken. Rerouted some power through the other ones. Hopefully it's enough that we won't smack into the ground at 500 kilometers a second. I guess we'll find out. I'd pick up the broken housing of the landing thruster and set it aside in my broken pile of to-do things and turn to Torin once again and go, well, seeing as we're getting close, you think we should go and check with the captain on that? Probably. You should at least know about it. Yeah, probably be smart to tell him. Pull myself up out of the crawl space fully and put back the deck plate. Let's go see what Captain Sugarcube's doing. As we leave, I uh, hand a piece of cloth to Torin because he's got like oil smudge on his face. I take it and t- give it a cursory pass across my face without really removing any of the grease and then toss it on the pile of broken things. Knowing that we're a few hours away from landing on Dorson, I'll pull myself out of my captain's quarters, give a cursory look around the main cargo area of the ship, and make my way down the familiar corridor that I've walked many times to the cockpit of the Vagrant's Mistress, and start getting systems online and things in order for our final landing. Wondering hoping 
that the twins don't find too much damage as they're undoubtedly back in the engine bay where they usually find themselves spending most of their time while on board the ship. A few moments go by as you go through that checklist and then you hear the you hear a set two sets of footfalls coming down the corridor behind you as your crewmates join you in the cockpit. I lean against the bulkhead. Cap, take it easy with the landing. Poor quarter landing thruster is broken. The other ones work. That one's just on the to-do list. Well, how broken are we talking? Can you fix it? Or we need a new one? I would go in to the bridge past Thorin and take a seat at the chair that is kind of just in front of the like the shield control board and everything and sit but also face Torin and the captain well probably repairable but it would take some time and I might need some supplies on Dorson well if this pargo Captain Doyen's pointing us to is as good as she claims should be a good contact to help us get the supplies you need and replacement parts and hopefully find some work because credits is one thing we're uh, a little short on. That last job at Yavis 12 basically paid for us to get here, so hopefully you'll find something uh, worthwhile here on Dorson. Actually, speaking of Pargo, do you have any contingencies in place in case we're just, I don't know, arrested as soon as we dock? walking into a trap. You've both been flying with me for five, six months now, ever since Ferris retired. I always have a contingency plan. You should know that by now. That's great. Do you mind sharing, or is it going to be a surprise for us? Surprise for us and for me. Well, Cap, your confidence, as always, is inspiring. You know I make up my best plans on the fly, Torin. Just keep a blaster handy. Always do. Wasn't expecting uh, Captain Doyen to have been a former Imperial-turned-pirate. Guess I've heard of crazier things out there, but didn't expect that. And that business with Iridonia, isn't that where you two said you were from? Yep. I haven't heard much about the planet except from what you've told me which is very little to be frank but were you there when whatever happened and she acted like the planet's just not the same I would exchange a glance with Torin for a brief moment and sort of gauge his reaction I shrug and just look at the cap again and say yep we were there. As far as if what she said is true about her being there, I have no clue. Don't seem to recall a whole lot of faces. Most of the Imperials wear helmets. And I know she seemed to think we're supporting the Imperials with what we're doing, but that's definitely not my intent. I'm just, well, you know, we're just trying to make a living out here and... Unfortunately, the Imperials have this whole sector locked down. If you're not sending 
something for them or picking something up for them. It's pretty slim pickings as far as jobs go. I put up my hands in a placating gesture and say, hey, there's no sweat off my back. As long as their credits are good and as long as we're not killing people for them, I'm good with whatever work comes our way, even if it does come with an imperial stamp on the side. Well... Let's just hope this next job, if Pargo's got something for us, doesn't involve the Imperials. I've had my fair share of time spent with them, and uh, not looking forward to any more, if I can help it. Ah, come on, Cap. We're not that lucky. Whether or not we are lucky or unlucky, if Captain Elizabeth was telling the truth about Pargo, I have a feeling they'd also be pretty anti-Imperial, from what I could guess. The ship's systems chime to notify you that you're closing in on your destination, allowing you, Captain, to take over manual control and bring the vagrants down into the starport there on Dorson. You said it was just one landing thruster that's out, right? I still have all the others? Yeah, all the others. You should. Probably, yeah. Ah, this will be a piece of cake. I've, I've, flown, I've flown her in worse shape than this. The dark brown and green planet before you uh, approaches and grows larger and larger as you descend towards the surface, as your navigational data brings you into the starport. Despite the slight shortcomings of the vessel at this point, things you need to bring in for repair, as you mentioned, you have definitely flown this in worse shape, and this is basically routine. You bring it down smoothly, easily into the starport there on Dorson, into the docking bay, and try and locate your contacts. After docking at starport, you head off uh, into the starport proper, making note of the landing bay, Dorn 32, to then head in and mingle amongst the crowds to try and get some information and locate this uh, Pargo, this repairwoman. That's you've been referred to. Well, if this Pargo is a ship mechanic of sorts, best place I know to look for one of those is hit the nearest spacer cantina, start asking around and see if we can get a line on where she might be. I could go for a drink. Let's find Pargo first, then we can drink. All right. Let's make sure you've got your wits about you. You know, the whole contingency plan and whatnot in case uh, Pargo doesn't necessarily want to be found. It doesn't take long to find that spacer cantina. Some bad music pours along with the din of the crowd inside out from the entrance. Dark, dingy interior with some off-color bright neon lights that decorate the room and a foul smell mixture of Various odors of the patrons and spilled beverages. But it certainly looks to be a place of potential information. Unfortunately, that first investigation around the patrons comes up short. Seems that many aren't uh, really interested in having much of a conversation. I'd come back to the group after 
just getting flat out ignored by a patron and let out a heavy sigh and go, well, I give up. I think it's time to let Kel over here just have his way with the bartender or whatever it is he does. I look up at the bar and see the Basilisk bartender and shrug and say, well, Cap, if that's your taste, go right ahead. Ah, Navra, we really, really have to uh, work on your communication skills, we'll say. I don't see any issue with what I just said. I'll let Torin fill you in on what just happened. I'm going to go see if I can bribe the bartender to find out where this Pargo is. Bring back a drink if I need to explain that. Oh, I'm going to order a couple for myself, and I'll bring you back one as well. I'll walk up to the bar, take out a few credits to pay for the drinks, and set them there in front of me, sort of nonchalantly tapping on the credit chips to get the bartender's attention. Hello. Welcome to Chex's. What can I get for you? Well, let's start with uh, a couple of drinks. Got any um, Corellian whiskey? Hey, I got a little bit of it. Uh, give me uh, three of those. You uh, got something you're trying to forget? You could say that. Fifteen credits for the round. I'll slide over the fifteen credits to the bartender. Puts his big mitt on top of that and, and pulls it back. Turns it over to check the amount quickly. After the bartender takes the credits, I slid over for the drinks. Kel will take out another larger stack of credits this time, so a hundred, and set them down in front of his glass as he picks up one of the glasses of whiskey and uh, takes a drink from it. Just got started with those three. Need something else? Well, drinks aren't all I'm after. We don't deal in that spice, Chad. I don't, uh, I don't partake in that either. Um, I'm just looking for information, actually. Oh, oh, well, why don't you say so? Well, been asking around and nobody else seemed too keen on offering up any information, so thought maybe this person might not want to be found. Well, did you pay everyone else for the information? That is probably where we came up short. Thought we could do it the uh, old-fashioned way, just by being friendly. Nah, credits talk. Ain't that the truth. These uh, 100 credits right here, though, are all yours if you can help me find a uh, Pargo. Pargo, eh? Got a hunk of junk you need uh, repaired? Shine up? I need repairs. But she's not a hunk of junk. That's what they all say. She's just got a lot of character. I've seen so many flyboys like you come in here and so glossy-eyed over those vessels they fly in. Why don't you just ever see that they're just transportation? Nah, never make any sense to me. Oh, my ship, she's more than just transportation. You uh, spend as much time on a ship as I have becomes your home, probably just like this uh, diner is to you. Yeah. Against all other interests? I suppose so. We all have our vices, so to say. Well, Fargo hangs out on uh, 
east side of town, just off the starport. Private little docking bay there. Keeps a low profile. Not too hard to find. Does damn good work, from what I hear. Well, I hope so. She's come highly recommended. Thank you for the information. I slide the 100 credits over to the bartender, pick up the two remaining drinks that I'd ordered, and walk back over towards Torin and Navra. Extend both arms, holding each drink towards uh, each one of the twins. I take mine, drink half of it, set it back on the table, and say, and that's what that normally means. I would take the drink from the captain and not yet take a sip from it. Just look very confused and say, but the wording, I was literally saying he could have it his own way with the bartender. Why does it mean that? I don't know. And just take the shot in one go. So what'd you find out? Well, it looks like this Pargo keeps a pretty low profile, but checks up there. This is his place. Said she's got a little operation on the east side of the starport. Shouldn't be too hard to find. I look at my drink. Can we finish first or do we have to go now? Well, I didn't pay good credits for a drink to go to waste, so quit nursing it, finish it up, and we'll uh, get to business. Aye, aye, Captain. Three of you head back through the starports, back to the docking bay where the vagrants currently parked boot her up and head off uh, in search of your repairs. Short little jaunt uh, just outside of the starport and you can see there just on the very near horizon this uh, shallow shallow docking bay uh, cut into the earth waiting for another vessel to arrive. As you come down towards the landing bay of uh, would you assume to be Pargo's operation? Maybe gaining some comfort in finding what you're after, you bring down the ship even more smoothly than you did into the starport proper. As you head off the Vagrant, uh, look around, you are welcomed by what from a distance looked to be a somewhat crude docking port, very well maintained, orderly, Things uh, neatly put away, organized, and after a moment or two, a short figure appears. A little bit of a bounce in their step comes out from behind some of the equipment and cargo containers, and you see the unique face of the Chadra fan. Hello? Hello? Hello there. Um, you Pargo, this your place? That's me. I'm Pargo. Who are you? This your ship? Uh, she is. I'm, uh... You leave it in this condition? Well, that's why we came to you. We heard you're the best. No, I am. Kel Vanix. Kel, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Who sent you my way? Well, that would be the, uh, Captain Elizabeth Doyen. Oh, Elizabeth, huh? What, what is she up to? 
and she points up towards some heavy blaster scoring on the side. She do that? She did that, didn't she? She's a good shot. Yeah, she uh she got us once, but as you can see, still here, still in one piece. So she let you go. She let us go. Uh, yeah. She she didn't let us go, Torin. You saw the way I navigated that asteroid field. There was no I let her keep up is what happened. Whatever story you got to tell yourself, Cap. Margo just kind of looking over at the twins, just giving eyes and nods of the head like, yeah, yeah, I've heard it all before. Well, you know the story. We know the true story. Well, what is it? Obviously, uh, you need some repairs, huh? We do. Um, the twins here can fill you in on any particulars. Uh, I think we need some work done on one of the landing thrusters. Not sure what else. They've taken an inventory. I pull out my data pad and there's a very long itemized list of everything that needs to be seen to and I I give it to Pargo to look over. Now just just the essentials not looking to overhaul or I'm not looking to make her anything fancy just gotta keep her flying. Captain these are essentials. Well that's a pretty long list you got there. You you need to listen to this one. She she knows what she's talking about. Thank you Pargo. She in sales for you? She earned a commission on this? I mean, I can always use an extra hand. I, you know, speaking of. Well, man, she kind of dismisses the thought, says, yes, um, looking through the data pad. Uh, it'll take uh, a couple days and run you about 10. For the essentials, just... Just the essentials. Yeah. There's a lot of essentials here. So Captain Doyne also mentioned uh, if we needed some work, you know, to help cover the essentials, you might have something. As you can see, not a bad pilot myself. No matter what you and the twins here want to believe, I did get away from Captain Doyne. Yeah, yeah, you and every other flyboy out here. All right, so I was going to say I could use some extra hands around here. Uh, burn out my last two astromechs, and on the hunt for a couple more. They're a little tough to come by, though, these days. But I've got it on good authority that I can source a couple out of Quakra 4, an old weird droid planet. So... Head over there, pick him up, and I figure we can call it square. Well, Quakra 4 from here's got to take a couple days there and back. I assume you were planning on keeping the ship and do the repairs. How do you suggest we get there? I got a loner. You ever fly to, uh, fly to Hawk? Got an old uh, Hawk 290. It's a little tight. Not very roomy, but it'll hold what you need. No, I've never uh, flown one of those. I've I've seen a couple, but I haven't come across anything I can't fly yet. Well, I guess we'll find out. Pargo wanders around. The entire time, she's kind of been checking the data pad and also inspecting the ship during the conversation and just making a list, uh, you know, matching the, the bullet points to what repairs are needed. 
nodding her head every once in a while in, in confirmation and she's pretty satisfied with what's there comes back and droids are all set just need to locate them you are you familiar with Quakra? all I know about it I'm supposed to have a lot of droids I had a former crew member there was a droid that kept saying he wanted to visit kept going on and on about land of the droids droids everywhere couldn't couldn't even shut up about it that or really anything else as a matter of fact but all i know is a lot of droids there so i assume if you're looking for them that's the place to get them i don't know too much about it myself i just uh, as i said i've got it on authority that i can grab a couple they're expecting the pickup so you know don't think you're picking something up that isn't yours try and seek out a uh individual a droid named uh tn43 just let him know that you're there to pick up droids for pargo should be all set two astromechs by the time you get back i think i'll have uh this thing back to good shape she slaps the side of the ship the heavy knock sounds simple enough just take care of her oh i will I treat them all like they're my own when they're here. You take care of mine. She looks over at the twins. Make sure he takes care of mine. Will do. I mean, no promises, but we'll try. Like I said, it'll take a couple days probably to get there, make the pickup, and get back. So look forward to having the ship ready to go when we get here. And if you've got some way to get a hold of Captain Doyen, you can check out my story. She'll tell you the truth. I'll make sure to do that. You head off uh, through this this area of the small docking port. Meet your new vessel for the next few days. The HWK-290 stands there before you, and as you would have expected, very solid-looking vessel. Clean, looks to be well-upkept. Probably be pretty fun to get behind the sticks there, Captain. Climb aboard and definitely a little bit more tight of uh, accommodations than what you're used to, but it will be just what you need to pick up the two droids. Go ahead and take off, leaving Dorson heading towards this strange droid-filled planet of Quakra 4. I spent a little time exploring our new ship not that much time because it's pretty small for someone as tall and as broad as Torin. I ducked back into the cockpit of Navra sitting in the co-pilot's station and Kel at the pilot's station and kind of reach out my hands and touch both walls. This is a really small ship. Yeah, well, your spine still works, doesn't it? Just bend down. That's what I've been doing for the past 15 minutes. I'm going to be sore when this run is done. Well, maybe one of the astromechs we pick up could realign your spine on the way back. I don't know if I trust a non-medical droid's programming to do anything with my spine. I'll just be glad we're only on this ship for a couple of days. We'll be back in Dorset in no time and back on the Vagrant's Mistress fully repaired and in tip-top shape if Pargo is as good as she claims to be. Still have my hands touching both walls and say, 
Two days there and two days back. I'm going to start climbing the walls. Well, lucky for you, it'll be a real short climb. Until you can stand no longer, taking leave back to the small cramped seating and berths, foldable berths in the back of the vessel. Torn, you sit, ride out the journey, rotating with your sister and captain, the different stations there on the ship, waiting for the arrival to Quacrafor. Eventually, the blue swirls of hyperspace pull away, revealing the streaks of stars until they are dots in the blackness of space before you. And you come down to, in the distance, the sandy-colored planet of Quacrafor. This concludes tonight's episode of Vagrant Freighters. Find out what happens next time as our story continues on Dungeon Jedi Masters Theater. Hi there, Todd Moonmonts here. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this program, consider subscribing to the Dungeon Jedi Masters Patreon to help in production, hosting, and creation of this and other great Star Wars 5e-related content. You can find us at DungeonJediMasters.com, and may the Force be with you.